0: Known for two things at Ma's Diner. We poured lots of extra coffee, and the tips sucked. After my last customer left, I counted out my money $23.16. Hmm, food or gas? I walked behind the counter and had just started to refill ketchup bottles when my friend Axe walked in. The bright afternoon sunshine flashed on his wallet chain as it slapped against his thigh. Axton Greystone, his real name, I swear to God, was usually cheerful, goofy, and extremely mellow due to his natural disposition and the boatloads of pot he ingested. But when he stopped by the empty diner that afternoon, he was twitchy and nervous. He plopped onto a stool in front of me and swung his overstuffed backpack onto another, His knee bounced up and down, like a toddler on a sugar binge, and he tapped his fingernails on the counter. Rose, I need you to do something for me. I'm not giving you my pee. Axton had a couple of possession misdemeanors. Now the administration at the college where he worked made him take a urine test once a month. The keys in his pocket jangled with every bob of his knee. No, not that. I need a favor. Worry lines creased his forehead, and his pale blue eyes were more bloodshot than usual. I glanced up from my ketchup transfusion, leaned over, and stared into said bloodshot eyes. I sniffed the air around him. You're not stoned. Are you drunk? Roxy Block, my fellow waitress slash bestie, frowned. I thought he was always stoned. Roxy was in a pissy mood. She'd quit smoking the day before, and it was not going well. For any of us. Where were you last night? I asked him. I thought we were going to watch War of the Worlds. I made those pizza rolls you like. Jeez, Rose, I told you a million times. It's when worlds collide. It won an Academy Award. It was like a visual masterpiece tap, tap, tap. He rapidly beat out a rhythm on the counter. Whatever. I reached over and laid my hand on his, forcing him to stop tapping his nails. Axton hopped down from the stool and went to the picture window at the front of the diner. With his hands on the glass, he glanced up and down the street, left, right, then left again. His breath made a big, foggy circle next to the closed sign. After I twisted a lid on the last bottle of ketchup, I walked to the tables around the small dining room, putting a bottle on each. So where were you? His shoulders jerked at the sound of my voice. I went to a club. Look, Rose. Like a dance club? I interrupted, a bottle dangling between my fingers. I'd known Axton forever. We'd gone to school together from first grade through high school at Huntingford Prep, and the only club Axton ever attended involved Starfleet uniforms and speaking Klingon. I'm trying to picture you dancing. Roxy smacked a piece of nicotine gum as she pushed a broom across the black and white checkerboard floor. And in my mind, it looks more like a seizure. Roxy wore a very short, red pleated skirt, a frilly white blouse, and white platform shoes. A lacy headband held back her electric blue hair. Her outfit was not a side effect of cigarette deprivation. She always dressed like that. Axton glared at her. It was a private club, invitation only. He looked back at me. That's not the point, He shoved his hands into the pockets of his baggy jeans that were almost white from too many washings, then stomped back over to the counter and jumped up on the stool. It wasn't the country club, was it? I gave a little shudder. I hate that place. I thought you did too. I turned to Roxy. The last time we were at the country club, he set off the fire alarm and the entire place had to be evacuated. Roxy smiled around her wad of gum. Hm, <laughs> that figures. Dude, that was a long time ago.